What's up Mzanzi? Welcome to Farmers Inside Track, powered by Red Meat Industry Services. I'm your host Octavius Pandeo. Now meat quality starts at farm level. It is important to have a breeding program and to understand the role of nutrition in this program, including herd health disease management. In this episode, Ernest Makua, who serves as a transformation facilitator at the Red Meat Institute for Transformation and Enterprise Development, a division of the Red Meat Industry Services, shares some secrets to kickstart a successful breeding program. Ernest Makoya, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. It's an absolute pleasure to have you with us today. Absolutely. I really appreciate the invite that I got from you so that we can be able to share the information with the emerging farmers and all farmers across the country. Why is it important to have a breeding program as a farmer? Absolutely important because if you are a farmer and you don't have a breeding program, you're going to have problems in terms of setting your, your winners, for example. So if you have a breeding program, you will be able to have an integrated calving program in your farm, which is going to help you to be able to sell your winners at the same time to, to the market. So having a breeding program is very important to the farmers so that they can have an integrated conception, an integrated uh, calving season, which will also complement in terms of making profit in their farms. So if you don't have a breeding program, specifically you're going to have problems in terms of saving because you're going to sell one calf per month and so forth. So it's very important to have it integrated so that you can have a very good benefits in terms of making profit. What is the ideal breeding season? Well, very important dynamics in terms of uh, managing your head. If you're having a breeding season, breeding season is very important to choose because we've got two breeding seasons that farmers can choose from, which are summer breeding season and the winter breeding season. So the pros and the cons. But ideally, we normally encourage the farmers in the country to choose the summer breeding season because in summer, you would know that we have got rainfall and our grasses are green. Therefore, you will be able to have the protein that the livestock requires from the grasses, and then they will be able to maintain a good body condition score that is also complementary when it comes to conception rate, and then also when it comes to helping the cow in terms of producing the required meat that the market is looking for. And then winter breeding season is that one is very critical for the farmers because the cattle normally don't get the enough nutrients from the grasses. So it's very important to look at the pros and the cons of those and then choose specifically on the basis of the benefits that you'll get as a farmer from the choice that you made in terms of breeding season. So the breeding season is very important when it comes to managing your head. Now, what factors should be considered when determining the length of the breeding season? The factors that one should be considered when determining the length of breeding season. So it also goes in hand in hand in terms of how are you going to go about as a farmer in terms of making profit. Firstly, the cattle reproductive ideology, meaning that you have to consider in terms of the age of the cattle that you are going to put in the breeding season. We have got the heifers that have been subjected to breeding season for the first time, of which normally they will age in between 18 and 24 months of age. And then you will have the cows. The cows are the cattle that have already gave birth to one or two cows. So therefore, when you put those into breeding season, it's very important in terms of the length because the length will tell you as to the fertility of the cattle that are subjected to breeding season. 
Therefore, for the heifers, when you put them in a breeding season, normally you will have only 60 days. And then when you put the cows, you'll have 90 days. Why is that so? The important part of it is that the heifers, we expect them to have a very good fertility because they are going to be mated for the first time. So therefore, we often expect them to be fertile on their first month. And if it fails, then we're expecting them to be fertile in the second month. And then if it extends to three months, it means automatically that those heifers are having problems in terms of fertility. That can be because of the nutrition. That could be because of other external factors. So for the cows, because they've already had a calf, therefore from time to time, you normally expect them to have some challenges in terms of fertility. So then you have to give them enough time for them to be pregnant. That is why it's important to consider those factors when determining the length of a breeding season in terms of cattle. Ernest, I'm curious to know, should a farmer use natural mating or artificial insemination? Share a little bit about that with us. It's very critical and very important for the farmers to make the right choices when it comes to farming because farming is an enterprise. Most of our emerging farmers, they've been lagging behind because they didn't have the information that is required for them to do farming. And one of the important things to know is whether you need to use a bowl or you need to use artificial insemination. You can use either of them, but you need to have all the information. For example, if you are going to use an artificial insemination for breeding season, it requires a lot of things. Amongst other things, you need to have facilities for a cow to be able to conceal. It needs to be in good condition. It needs to be familiar with going into handling facilities because once a cattle has a problem in terms of going to handling facilities and then it will have stresses and then that will lead to low conception rate. And one other thing is also you need to have a very good AI technician. The technician has to be trained and has to have a relevant experience so that his conception rate can go high. That is not only the determining factor. The other factor that is very important is the nutrition, the type of feed that you are giving to your animal, the body condition score. So all those things are very important if you're using artificial insemination. But then you also have the neutral mating of which is when you select a bowl. And then that bowl should be of high quality. That bowl need to be tested for fertility. That bowl need to be in good condition in terms of muscle, in terms of the balancing of legs. So those are very important dynamics or elements that you need to consider as a farmer as to whether you go with a natural mating or you're going to go with artificial insemination. With artificial insemination, it's very, very important to put into consideration all those the external factors because they will in a way affect the conception rate. Which bull or bulls should be selected? How can a farmer know the choice that they are making and that it is the correct one? I've also noticed with some of the farms that I work with in the red pig industry, especially the emerging farmers, they're having problems in terms of selecting a quality bowl. So now the quality bowl, the most important thing is to check the scrotum size because according to researchers, it says that the scrotum size, it has got what we call a positive correlation with the fertility, meaning the smaller the size, the lower the fertility. And also one other important factor is that the smaller the size of the testicles, it has a negative correlation with the fertility of the heifers that are born from the same bowl. So meaning when you're selecting a bowl, 
you must always pay attention in terms of the scrotum circumferences. And the scrotum circumference or scrotum size should be anything between 32, 34 centimeters in size. Or it can be more than that, but it shouldn't be less than that. So this depends on a breed to breed basis. Other breeds can have bigger sizes, other breeds can have little or slightly smaller sizes, but it shouldn't be, even if it's smaller, it shouldn't be less than 32 centimeters. So those are some of the things that you need to consider. But we have also these other problems that we need to consider because in terms of estimated breeding values, we want to have a ball that's going to give us the calves that are having a very lower body weight at calving, but it also have a higher body weight at winning. That is very genetic. So you need to have all the records. You need to have the record of the ball when you buy it in terms of how it does, in terms of fertility. You need to consider the, the physical appearance of the ball. Is it balanced in terms of legs? Does it have it required a muscling? It, it should never have what we call the double muscling because it's going to give us problems, especially when it comes to the calving of the cows. That's why you're going to always have problems in terms of calving, what we call dystocia. The kettles will have problems because the calves will be too big to come out of the kettle. So that are some of the things that are need to be considered when selecting a quality bull. And when is the ideal age to start breeding heifers? The heifers, normally we recommend that you should actually consider breeding them at an age of 18 to 24 months of age. But one other important thing to consider is the weight. You shouldn't breed them at very low weight. The recommended weight, normally we say it should be anything between 330 to 445 kilograms, but it's also depending on the breed. It's very breed specific. To give a typical example, for Angus, for Angus breed, the heifers are expected to be bred at a weight that is between 330 and 445 kg. That is a 55% to 65% of their mature body weight. But recommendably, the age wise, it should be 18 months to 24 months old. What genetic traits should a farmer prioritize in a breeding program? The genetic traits are very important because they also determine the outcome in terms of you making profit as a farmer. So if you you sleep or you don't consider considering those elements, you're going to have problems because some animals, they always give you certain benefits and certain disadvantages. Amongst other things, let's say, for example, in terms of heifers or in terms of uh, female cattle, you must always put into consideration the calving ease. The cattle that gives you a very better advantage in terms of calving is those genetic records are very important because it tells you that you're not going to have problems in terms of calving, amongst other things. Another thing that you need to consider in terms of ball is the muscling. Does the ball have a good muscling and not giving you what we call double muscling? So you need to have all records. So other things that you need to consider also is in terms of meat quality. But remember, we are not just farming. If you are farming with meat, you need to know what type of meat is that type of breed going to give you as a farmer. Because if you're going to choose a breed that is not going to give you what the market is looking for, you're always going to have problems because you're not going to make the profits that you are expecting to make. Remember, we always say your cows or your female cattle must always be able to provide you with one calf per year, one calf in 12 months. So some other breeds may have problems in terms of giving you that, but it's not only about breed. Some other management criteria that you're using 
may give you problems in terms of that. So in terms of getting the genetic records, it's very important because some breed they vary in terms of certain dynamics. And if you don't have the record, you'll have problems in terms of making profit. So one of them is calving ears. Other things is also the muscling of a bull. Other things, it could be in terms of resistance against diseases, depending on the environment that you find yourself. For example, if you are in Limpopo, it's a very hot area. So you need to get a breed that is going to be very adaptable to that place. Number two, you need to get a breed that's going to give you a required body weight in terms of winning weight. And also need to get a breed that's going to be a lower calving weight in terms of calves. So it's very, very important to have the record when you buy your kidding. Know the record of the genetic record and then also the performance of the bowl. And also you must test for diseases. How does a farmer manage inbreeding risk? This is one of the critical aspects that the farmer needs to manage very well. Otherwise, you will run into problems. Normally, what I advise the farmers, especially the farmers that they find themselves farming in some rural areas, you must normally use a one bull for a period of about three years so that the same bull doesn't have an opportunity to mount the calves that are their kids or they are from the same bloodline. So what is important about inbreeding? We don't want a bull that's going to give birth to a calf and then be able to mount the same, the same calf and the same calf produce other calves. That's going to be a problem because those calves that are from the same bull or from their grandfather, so they normally tend to have problems in terms of growing. You'll see in some instances whereby you have some calves that they don't grow, but they consume a lot of feed. So we actually need to avoid those type of things because they run some farmers into problems in terms of making profits. They buy more feed, but then they feed the same calf that they don't give them enough body weight, which is very important in terms of selling your kettles. To manage your inbreeding, you need to make sure that you keep your bowl for maximum three years. And what is the role of nutrition in a successful breeding program? Nutrition is very important because if you don't control your nutrition very well in the farm, you're going to run into obvious problems. Like according to scientists, there's a strong correlation between the cow body weight and the conception rate. So we have got body condition score of one to five in our criteria as a red meat industry, meaning that if your cow is at body condition score number one, it's very, very thin. And then if it's at number five, is very, very fat. So what is the acceptable body condition score? It's body condition score number three and 3.5. According to the studies, if your cow is at body condition score number three or 3.5, the conception rate, it goes up to 90%. But anything above 3.5 and anything below a body condition score number three, the kettles tend to struggle the conception rate tends to go a little bit lower. And then it also has problems in terms of dystocia, especially when the cow is overfed. So the nutrition is very important. You must always make sure that you feed your cattle to a very required level so that they are not too thin or they are not overfed. So you must always make sure that, especially during winter season, you must supplement your cattle with protein, a supplement. And then in summer, you must supplement for phosphate, uh, for phosphate supplements. Why? Because in summer, we've got the grasses that are green. And when the grasses are green, meaning there's enough protein from the grasses. But then in winter, the grasses are dry. That means that if the grasses are dry, 
then we have problems in terms of protein. That is why it's very important to supplement for protein in winter and then supplement in summer. Can you give us a brief overview of how does a farmer manage their herd health and disease prevention in a breeding program? It's very critical, very important, I must say, because this is one of the determining factors if whether the farmer is going to make profit in his farm. And you need to have a vaccination program in place. You must vaccinate for all diseases that are found in your area because these areas, they don't have the same diseases. For example, all the areas, they need to vaccinate for broad-spectrum diseases as such as black coat, botulism, and lumpy skin diseases, and so forth. So if you don't have a vaccination program in place, you're going to have problems in terms of high mortality rate in the farm. Sometimes you also have problems in terms of buying more medication, spending more of your money in buying medication to kill your cattle and then or to cure your cattle. So if you have a vaccination program in place, you won't have problems in terms of that. So we always say to the farmers, prevention is better than cure. So if you have got that vaccination program in place, you won't run into problems in terms of buying medication to cure your cattle, especially when they've got diseases such as hard water and so forth. So the most important thing, you must have a vaccination program. You must know what are some diseases that are found in your area and then so that you can vaccinate from those type of diseases. And then you must also make sure that you consult with your nearest technician from the Department of Agriculture or from any other service providers from the private sector so that you can be able to have the relevant information that is required so that you don't run into any type of challenges such as having the high mortality rate of which is going to give you problems in terms of making profit. That's very interesting. Regarding the pregnancy check, when is the best time to conduct pregnancy check? Pregnancy test, we do it actually two to three months. Actually, we say we recommend every three months after the breeding season. So meaning you do breeding season and then you finish with your breeding season, you wait for a period of three months. And then three months later, you need to contact a, a veterinary to come and do the pregnancy test. So pregnancy test, there's various methods of doing the pregnancy test. You can have the scan that you're going to put into your cow and then it's going to give you some pictures so that you can be able to tell if your kettles are pregnant or not. The old method that we normally use or the people who have got experience and they've got they've underwent training as to how to do it is hand population. You can use your hand to check if your kettles are pregnant. But what is very important here is to tell how long is that cow pregnant? That needs experience. So that is very important also to tell if, are you having problems in terms of fertility for the cattle that you took, cattle that have been into breeding season? So for the cattle that had problems in terms of fertility, normally we encourage that in terms of selecting some of your heifers for replacement in terms of your head. You must always select cows or heifers that have got a better fertility. That they manage to be or to conceive in the first month or second month of the breeding program. So that is very important to know. So if you don't do the pregnancy test, you're always going to have problems because you're only going to select cattle that have a very poor fertility record. Thanks, Ernest Makua, Transformation Facilitator at the Red Meat Institute for Transformation and Enterprise Development. And that's a wrap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Octavis Pandil, our technical producer, Megan van der Vind, and the rest of the hashtag Food from Zanzi. Thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? 
we're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.